Welcome to Create Shift. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. It's so lovely to have you here. Create Shift is a podcast to support, encourage, and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life. It's hosted by me, Ellen of Being Change. I'm here to support all of us to live our happiest, healthiest, and most fulfilled lives. And this podcast is one of the ways in which I hope to do that. Thank you so much for being here. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, just jumping in here before the official introduction to this episode to share a few things with you. So as I mentioned at the start of season seven, this is a shorter season. I'm just releasing the interviews that I had done um, and then I'm taking a little break now from the podcast and I'll be back at some points. Um, yeah, at some point, I don't know when. I'm taking a break to figure out how I want to carry on with the podcast and how to make it work in a way that is sustainable for me and my time. Um, but I'll be back at some point, so hopefully you've got um, some back issues to listen to. Is that how you say it? Back issues? It's like a magazine, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, hopefully there's some previous episodes that you can jump back into, and you'll enjoy that. Um, Yeah, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is my Ayurveda for Everyday Life online course is now open for enrolment. So I changed the plan a bit after thinking things through and talking to some people, I decided not to start the course in August as I'd planned, uh, which really was coming from a place of uh, fear and anxiety, um, feeling that I couldn't stop working until things worked and I kind of got out of the place that I got into when everything happened back in March with lockdown and everything. But yeah, I realised that it's not the place I want to run a course from and that what I really need is some time off. So I'm taking a week off in August for my birthday and um, yeah, just giving myself a little bit more space. So the course will be starting in September, September 2nd. That's when it's going to be starting the six week course. Um, You have lifetime access when you buy it, so you can do it in more time than that if you need to and you can return to it whenever you need as well but the live going through the live course uh, will be happening from the 2nd of September which is really exciting and scary and all of those things so yes the course is now open for enrollment um which is really exciting I kind of want to squeal a little bit um but I won't because I'll be high-pitched and annoying um check it out so I put the link in the show notes and you can go and have a look watch the video where I talk about the course you can read all about it find out what it entails and see if it's for you so there's two options you can buy it just as a standalone course or you still get lots of um, involvement from me there's like two live sessions and um you know email support facebook group and that sort of thing but if you want to go deeper there's also the option to purchase it with group coaching uh, weekly group coaching for the six weeks of the course to go deeper um, and explore a little bit more um so that's what i wanted to tell you so i would be really honored if you were interested in the course and you wanted to go and check it out like i said the links in the show notes and you can read all about it. There is an early bird price offer, so you can save £50 on the price of the course if you book your space by the 23rd of August. So do check that out if you're interested, it's worth doing that. All right, now on to the official introduction. 
Hello, welcome back to Create Shift. Thank you so much for joining me today. In today's episode, I chat to Misty Sansom, who is a life purpose coach from New Zealand. Um, very exciting, my first guest from New Zealand. And we chat all about purpose and finding your purpose in life. And it's such a inspiring conversation. Honestly, there are some exercises that Misty shares that I have jotted down that would be really helpful to do. Um, what Misty does is she really takes this idea of finding your purpose in life and makes it very, very practical and breaks it down into some really tangible, actionable steps. So she has a six step process that she takes her clients through and that she's also written up into an ebook, which will be linked in the show notes if you want to grab yourself that. And she shares this process in this conversation. She goes through the steps and it's just really useful and supportive. And if you're not inspired to to get started on some of these exercises, then I don't know. I, I just think that you will be um, because she just shares it in such a really uh, soulful, helpful, encouraging way. Um, and, and how she talks about purpose and what it is and what it isn't really helps to dispel some of those myths that we may have taken on board, that purpose has to be a very grand thing, that we, we don't have a purpose if we don't want to do something like change the world. Um, and, and how Misty talks about it really dispels all of that and, um, makes it clear that actually all of us have a purpose that we can find and that we can align our lives with and that will help us to feel more whole as people and feel that sense of inner harmony that I um, work with clients on finding. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode and I hope that you find it inspiring. As always, all the links you need to resources are in the show notes and I would love to hear what you think and if you get going with any of those actions on finding your purpose. Hi, Misty. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm really looking forward to having a chat with you. Um, I hope you're doing well. Thank um, you. Yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, so let's dive in with my first little intro question, my seasonal question. And because you're in New Zealand, and um, we were just saying you're, you're my first guest from New Zealand, so very exciting. Um, and you guys obviously got the different season to us here in the UK so can you tell me what your favorite things are about both summer which we're just approaching in the UK and then winter which you guys are approaching yes absolutely um well summer for me it would have to be hands down the beach uh, mm -hmm. I live in a little beach town um, in the North Island of New Zealand and it's just absolutely beautiful we you know, we practically live at the beach so um it's sort of a a twice daily after kindy type thing for us. Um, so yeah, that's an easy question mm. <laughs> for summer. And uh, for winter, yeah, as you say, we're, we're uh, I think in our second month of winter here uh, and it's just starting to get uh, a little bit cold. The thing that I love about winter here is just uh, the feeling of nesting in, you know, mm. I really like that it gets dark quite early in the evenings. It's often raining. It's a bit cold and it's just being, it's so nice just being um, wrapped up at home with soup and a movie and an early night. Mm. Whenever I talk to somebody who's in the Southern Hemisphere, I always get envious of the season that they're in, no matter what season I'm in. <laughs> 
So you always describe it so nicely. And I'm like, oh yes, I like that too. <laughs> yeah, it's always something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. Um, so why don't you get started by introducing yourself to everybody, Misty, um, and what you do? Yes, absolutely. So I am a life purpose coach, um, as we said, based in New Zealand. Uh, and I've been doing this for a few years now. And I really got into it uh, because growing up from quite a young age, I've always had this sense that there was something that I was meant to do. And that I could never articulate exactly what it was. I sort of had these ideas and I would uh, you know, sometimes just get lost in thinking about what is it? I wonder what it is. I'm going to find out one day and I'm really excited about that. Uh, but as I got a little bit older and, and got into the real world, I went down several paths of trying to identify exactly what this was, what um, my purpose was, what I was meant to do in the world. And I often ended up uh, following the advice that we have all heard before, which is, uh, you know, follow your passions and you can't go wrong. Um, unfortunately, I followed my passions many times and went wrong many times. Mm -hmm. And I would sort of go down this path of thinking, you know, this is something that I'm really interested in. I'm really passionate about. Uh, I think that this is it. I think that this is my purpose. And I would uh, do that for a period of time and inevitably get to a point where I realized actually, this isn't it. It still feels like something is missing. So I would go back to square one and, and think, you know what, I'm actually interested in this. And I would go down this other path and this other path. And that, that was my life for uh, quite a few number of years and um, through different careers and lots of sort of stops and starts. And eventually it got to a point where I was just, I was feeling so frustrated. Um, and I thought I, I have to focus on this completely. I have to um, figure this out because I'm just going to drive myself mad if, I'm, if I continue down these um, paths that just aren't quite fitting right. Uh, so I, you know, I, I worked a normal job, I lived a normal life, but I really dove into self-reflection and personal growth and personal development and uh, following intuition just to see what came up and where it would lead me. And eventually after doing all of these things and really making it the forefront of my mind for um, a, a good period of time I remember I was lying in bed one night it was really dark before I was going to sleep and it just this phrase just came into my head it was just kind of spoken to me your purpose is to help others find theirs and I remember feeling so relieved and so like my whole body was like ah oh, finally this is it this is it and it was such an incredible feeling uh, but then about 30 seconds later this other thought came in which was what does that even mean like what am I meant to do with that like that's not a thing you know and I tried to go back to the drawing board and think no 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 I want I want like a career I want I want something that I can go and study or something that is obvious as to uh, you know how I would do it but mm. after a couple of months I kind of realized actually you know what I, I <laughs> this I can't unknow what I know um, and instead of trying to second guess myself I, I need to accept it and start thinking okay how do I make it a thing and uh, one of the big things that came up for me at that time was looking back on my journey that 
you know, had been years up until that point, um, I, I looked back and thought, what would have helped me? Like, if I knew this, mm. what would have made the journey so much easier? What was it that really uh, helped me to figure this out? And I narrowed down this list of a few key things and, and questions and things that I needed to know. And I turned that into a process, a very step-by-step -step tangible process that uh, I turned into an ebook. I use as um, my coaching process, people that I work with, I take them through that exact process. And uh, that sort of brings me up to speed with where I am now. So that's what mm. I do for a living is I help people find their purpose and uh, figure out how to bring it to life. Great, thank you for sharing that. Um... Uh, and talking about your journey in that way so so much of that really resonated with me as well and what I felt um, and I know that you, you think that everybody has a purpose right yes absolutely but I, I think it's it's maybe not the case that everybody feels that themselves as strongly as you described and kind of how I felt myself um, how do you think it might feel for other people who maybe haven't always had that strong conviction that like there must be something there must be some purpose and you know haven't always had that feeling that oh no this isn't it let me start again um, mm. you know, maybe they've just sort of taken a job or whatever just that was okay and then you know they're, they're just going along what might be some signs for, for people like that that actually they they aren't aligned with their purpose or or maybe that they are kind of how how do the two sort of feel yeah, that's, that's a really great uh, question in terms of what does it feel like to not be on purpose. And it really feels like there is something missing. And this is really uh, hard for a lot of people because often, um, you know, and people listening to this, where we live and how we live, people that are listening to, to this are probably going to from the outside looking in have a really wonderful life I'm sure that they you know have a good job they might have a great relationship they might have you know a wonderful family home everything and even with all of that stuff there's still that feeling that something's missing and that there's still something more and that creates a, a huge sense of guilt because you kind of think well why am I not happy if I have all of this it, you know, if I have all these wonderful things in my life, like why am I not satisfied? What more could I possibly want? And it's a really hard uh, situation for people to be in because they are uh, craving something, but they don't know what it is. They're then feeling guilty about not being, um, you know, grateful for what they have or, or, or wanting more than what they have. And it's, I always want to reassure people that, that feeling of that sort of slightly dissatisfied, something's missing, um, you know, it just doesn't quite feel right, that most of the time that is your purpose, that that is the thing that is missing. Mm -hmm. And once you figure out exactly what your purpose is, everything else just really falls into place. And that sense of satisfaction, it's, it's sort of that, feeling that you know who you are and what you're about and what you want in life and what you're here to do and everything just settles it's a, it's an incredible feeling it's interesting isn't it because um i think a lot of people can relate to what you just said about that feeling of something's missing there's, there's something more on that dissatisfaction and i think because largely we don't get taught about 
listening to yourself, following your intuition, finding your purpose. Um, that's when we can turn to, to trying to fill that with, with things, you know, maybe buying things or, uh, you know, whatever it is that, that kind of we get sold as, as the right thing to have, um, that this is going to fill that gap in your life. And then, and then it doesn't. And then, you know, we can go and buy something else. And it's only in that taking that time to, you know, like you said, really just sort of stop and slow down and listen to yourself and your intuition um, that you can start to, to truly kind of fill that space. Yeah, that is absolutely true. And uh, my background is in uh, marketing. I, I studied marketing at university and the marketing and advertising industry is, um, it, it, it centers itself around that feeling that something is missing. And you're so totally, you're, you've like completely hit the nail on the head and that we're not uh, taught about intuition and purpose and we're not sort of taught uh how to go into the process of self-reflection or um, think about those more intuitive personal uh, aspects of what we want out of life we're sort of told you know just do the usual get the job do this do this do this we still have that feeling that something is missing and absolutely that's exactly it Uh, we end up filling that feeling uh, with things that we're told will kind of make us happy and make us feel fulfilled, which again is, is, is a feeling that, um, you know, advertising and, and marketing and consumerism really latches onto. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested in your, in your process that you touched on that you've developed. Um, and I was sort of read a bit about it on your website. You've got those six steps in the six week process. So could you talk a bit more about what that process is and, and, uh, why each kind of element is there? Yes, absolutely. I would love, I'm more than happy to um, share the exact process that I take uh, people through. As mentioned, I have this also laid out in an ebook and, uh, Last year, I made the decision to um, shift the price from uh, $39 US to pay what you want. So mm. if at the end of this um, podcast, you're interested um, in more, you can grab this ebook. It's the exact process that I take clients through. And yeah, it, you can pay whatever you feel. That's totally, absolutely fine. Great. I'll um, put a link to that in the show notes just so people know they can go right there and, and they can find it. Yeah, Fantastic. So when uh, somebody works with me and they're wanting to uh, find their purpose and and figure out exactly what it is they're meant to do in life and how they can make it happen, we start uh, first with understanding who they are, what they're about, and what they want out of life. So this is uh, before we get into purpose. So the place that I always start is by understanding your personality Uh, So we have a series of questions and prompts that help people uh, really get to know themselves. Um, It's often work that people have kind of dabbled in before they come to me. You know, often people are um, personal growth minded or personal Mm -hmm. development minded. So we kind of hone in on what they've already um, uncovered so far and stretch that a little bit further. I really love uh, taking people through 
a Myers-Briggs based test. Mm -hmm. um, I use 16 personalities, which is uh, totally free. You don't have to register to take the test and it gives you a really comprehensive uh, overview of your profile. And the thing that I really like about the 16 personalities one in particular is because it gives you a percentage of each trait. Mm, yeah, uh, I've done that one. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's really good sort of seeing uh, just it's where you sit on each scale. Mm. So for instance, introverted, extroverted, um, I'm quite close to the middle, but slightly extroverted. And it just, it really gives you quite an in-depth um, perspective and overview. So we look at that, we kind of uncover um, any insights that it's given you, uh, what it has changed your perspective on certain traits or characteristics that you have, uh, just anything that was surprising or interesting. And then we go on to uh, how you like to feel in life. So do you like to feel uh, safe or nurtured or inspired or valuable or powerful or whatever it might be for you? So we try and narrow those down to uh, three to five core feelings. And then we look at your themes, which I uh, split into tangible themes and intangible themes. So a tangible theme would be you know, a love of tennis, for example, and an intangible theme would be a love of learning. So we look at each of those, we look at uh, what you've been drawn to your whole life or you know, those things that you would love to do um, just all day if you could. So uh, whether it's connecting with people or whether it's a certain hobby or um, whatever it might be, that's where the passions and interests come into play. And then we look at uh, values, what your personal values are. And I really love this exercise because I find that uh, half of the people that I've worked with, if, the, if they've come from a corporate background, they've usually done exercises around uncovering their values. And the other half, that's an, that's an area that they may not have explored um, for themselves. And something really interesting that comes out of values is when you identify what yours are, and again, narrowing them down to the you know, top three to five values, and then you look at uh, how aligned your day-to-day -day life is with those values, or in what ways are you out of alignment with those mm -hmm. values. Often the area where people feel out of alignment is through what they do for a living. So it might be that the industry they're working in or uh, the company that they're working for or the role that they play or even just the specific office environment that they're in uh, might be causing a real clash of values within themselves. And that's, it's, that's quite an eye-opening experience for people because, again, I feel like a lot of people can feel sort of dissatisfied and not completely comfortable with what they're doing but can't quite articulate why or exactly what it is. So I really like to um, work through that with people as well. Uh, then the last part to that section is uncovering what motivates you and what drives you. So if we go back to your interests and we talk about, um, you know, a love of learning, for example, you would really dive into what exactly is it that you love about it? Is it uh, that it ties into a particular topic that you're really interested in? Is it that you really enjoy sharing what you've learned? Is it 
uh, that you feel you know, connected to sort of history or the people that have come before you or uh, a certain message or whatever it is. Mm. And it's really interesting to uh, sort of pull those apart and really look at um, exactly what it is that's drawing you in because often that will link into your values and how you like to feel, which is a great thing. It's great mm. uh, when you start to see overlaps there. So that kind of wraps up the first part of the process. And then the next part is to uncover exactly what your purpose is. And I always start with uh, going over what your purpose isn't. Uh, so for example, there, there are so many misconceptions around it. Um, one of them being that, you know, your passions are not your purpose. So your passions are how you may bring your purpose to life, but it's not the purpose itself. Mm. Um, you don't have to quit your day job. Uh, your, your career or your day job isn't your purpose either. Again, it's a way that you can bring your purpose to life, but your purpose is so much bigger than that. It's like this overarching theme of your life. Uh, it's usually something to do with other people or other living beings or the environment which completely makes sense because if we take away everything material in the world, uh, you know, what do we have left? We have, mm. we have each other, we have other living beings, we have the environment. So it makes sense that it would be kind of aligned to one of those three things. And it's going to be something that you feel compelled to do or make or uh, inspire or create or share or, um, move someone to do or think or feel or whatever it might be it's going to be something that sounds vague and that sounds uh, really big it might not make sense to other people and there isn't going to be a really obvious way as to how you can bring it to life which is absolutely <laughs> again, totally perfect that's kind of different to what we get taught as well isn't it that you know um, if we do hear about purpose, it's, it should be this kind of really succinct, clear thing um, that, that then you turn into a job or something. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's, it's, always, um, it's always very vague. It's very simple. And this is something that trips a lot of people up as well. Um, and I, I always want to reassure people that, you know, you don't have to save the world, for example. It's okay mm. if this is something that is really simple um, that is that's just as important as any other and it's when we get to the third stage which is uh, how you bring your purpose to life that's when we start to kind of narrow down and uh, start to look at uh, in what ways do I want to embody this or how do I want it to look or do I want this to be become what I do for a day job or do I want this to become uh, my career or align my career or my business to this because you don't have to. Um, that's always something that I want to reassure people is that your purpose is going to be something that you can do you know, right now. It's going to be something that you can just start doing and living and um, embodying on a day-to-day -day basis. If you choose to um, make it a career or uh, align your business to that or turn it into a business or something like that that is absolutely fine as well that's fantastic but you know you can keep a normal day job and still live your purpose um, you know outside of that or just um, in in day-to-day -day life as you normally would mm. I guess if people um, 
have been have feeling you know when, when you said people often find with the values exercise they they find there's a big disconnect with their values and their their work um mm. that's i assume where people might start to want to make some sort of change with their work aligning with their values but not necessarily with their to be to be how they sort of put their purpose into the world yeah absolutely and you know i i think it's okay to to separate those uh, I, you're totally right in that there is there is a lot of pressure or there is a a message that you know you should find your purpose and then that should be the sort of be all and end all focus mm. on your life and that you know yeah build a business around it build a career around it but uh that just doesn't suit everybody uh, that's you know people have bills to pay people have mortgages people might have um, you know young kids and responsibilities and it's it's not something that they can uh, completely change how they live day-to-day -day life right now and that's totally fine um, when it comes to uh, your values and what you do for a living that would be something that I would really encourage people to um, align to as much as they possibly can and so it might just be that uh, you, you know it might be that you talk to the company that you're working for if, if you can identify changes that you want to make if if there's something it could, it could be around uh, customer service for example if you feel like the company isn't quite embodying the values that it probably should be and you know and it, there's a conflict with your values mm -hmm. in terms of how they uh, connect and um, support their customers maybe that's something that you can uh, change from the inside out it might be that the industry you're in doesn't sit with you anymore and so it might be that you kind of start to make moves to make a shift into the you know very similar role but a different industry or it might be um, you know a different company or it might be same company different role or, or whatever that looks like mm. for them mm. I think that's good um, uh, for people to to realize that there's actually a lot of, of changes we can make um, sort of right now you know if, if you find that there's that sort of uh, disconnect between your values and your role you can start to break down what it is and whether it's just a tweak of your role and how you do your job or just all of those sorts of things like you said I think that's quite empowering for people to know um, rather than thinking oh no I've got to find a whole new career and um, it's not like yeah. that. <laughs> and I mean that's you know that's an interesting part of being human and, uh, and, and part of uh, personal growth in that so often the the issues that we see or, or the fears that we have or the blocks that we have we build them up in our mind so uh, we we feel them so much bigger than what they actually are you know if we have mm. if we have an issue on our mind it takes up so much mental space than is really appropriate or necessary and so with whatever it might be whatever you know a limiting belief or um, a fear or a challenge or something like this if you have a situation where what you're doing for a living is conflicting with your values um, whatever it is if you can break it down as much as you possibly can and get really specific and get really logical and analytical about exactly what the issues are and how it's showing up it's it's often so much smaller than what we mm. are feeling it to be and when you realize it's so much smaller again as you said there's 
there's often just very small changes that can be made that make the world of difference. Mm, absolutely. Um, okay, I sort of sidetracked you then off, off talking through your process. So let's get back to the next step. Mm. So the next uh, stage in the process is to figure out how you want to bring your purpose to life. And um, as I said, there's no one way. Um, there are so many different ways that you can bring your purpose to life and it can change as you go through life. So your purpose itself won't change, but how you live it can, how you bring it to life can at different stages uh, throughout your life. And it probably will, if we're honest, it's more than likely that it will, totally fine. Uh, so what I uh, get people to start with is listing down uh, all of the roles and responsibilities they have, just getting an overview of what their life looks like and uh, what things they would really need to take into account. So for example, um, are you you know, single with and very flexible in terms of where you can live or are you, uh, do you have a young family and a mortgage or do you have a day job that you really will need to keep for um, the foreseeable future or are you in a position where you can start a new project if you wanted to? So just getting an overview of where you're at and where you would like to be as well. So it's really important to think about um, how you do want your life to look and what you would like to move toward. Um, then we'll look at all of your interests and um, passions and hobbies and all the things you really enjoy doing and the things that you would like to do. So uh, perhaps the different skills or interests that you'd like to explore. Um, we'd look at your uh, past experience, what you know, you know, inside out. So if you have um, specific industry knowledge or if you've got uh, any official qualifications or if you've got uh, you know years of experience in a certain industry or a role or on a certain topic and um, would write all those down and um, would get really clear on your skill set so this is all the the official skills that you might have a piece of paper for and it's all of the kind of unofficial skills like it might be that uh, you communicate really well or you're really comfortable with public speaking or um, you're a really good designer or uh, you seem to intuitively uh, know what people need or know what people are thinking you know before they mm. can articulate so whatever that might be and um, so we kind of make big lists and get all those down on paper and then we start to um, pull ideas from that list through the lens of your purpose. So you kind of think, okay, this is my purpose. These are my skills. These are the current roles, responsibilities that I have. This is what my life looks like. This is what it has to fit around. Uh, this is what I would eventually like to move toward. Um, what are all the different ways that I could bring it to life? And I really encourage people to, uh, you know, try and come up with sort of 20, 30 different ideas um, even write down ideas that you know you won't pursue. But it's just really good to um, get as many ideas down on paper as you can because it kind of sparks new ones once you get those down. And from there, you would just, you would slowly start to narrow down and think, okay, what... Uh, what do I want to do now? What's something, what is, what is feasible for me to do right now? What would I like it to uh, turn into, you know, a year, two years, five years, 10 years down the track? And um, what do I need to do to start? So if we 
look at uh, this is what I would like to do in a year's time then sort of what are all the steps needed to get there um, at the same time I always really encourage people uh, as I mentioned before your purpose is something that you can just embody right now on a day-to-day -day basis you don't have to do anything specific for it so I always want to encourage people if they do have a uh, longer term project or a bigger project in mind that's fantastic that's absolutely great but also um, make sure that you're identifying ways that you can uh, just simply start living it mm. yeah really great um, yeah that's always exciting there's lots of <laughs> lots of things I like want to do myself now I'm like, well that sounds like a good exercise <laughs> yeah. um, it's a it's an interesting Oh, it's I love the process. It's it's really interesting. I like making um, intangible concepts really tangible and mm. um, just you know step by step and easy to follow and really practical. And I know again, I mean for me, I I really felt this as well that uh, people can spend a lifetime searching for purpose. You know, people can spend mm -hmm. years and years trying to figure out. Um, exactly what it is but if you know where to look and if you know what questions to ask and if you uh, are aware of those misconceptions and clear on what purpose is and isn't it is it, it's so much easier it's it's an easy uh, process to go through um, and as an example uh, just in my um, life on purpose membership we um, did a little mini course on purpose for four weeks and the people that uh, came to the you know weekly calls and did the exercises that I've just um, you mm. know described um, between the calls they uncovered exactly what their purpose was in four weeks so mm. it's, it's not something that needs to take a huge amount of time it's just um, having that uh, guidance as to where to look and what to ask yeah I think it's um it's uh, it's really great how you bring that um, kind of sense of practicality to it and that kind of making it tangible. Um, because when we think of purpose, we often think of this these kind of like lofty ideals and kind of receiving that uh, intuition from somewhere else. Which interestingly, you spoke of as well. It's like you got that voice that came to you that just said, "This is it." And I know that you you talk a lot about purpose being tied to spirituality as well. Um, so. Could you just talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, 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 I feel like we're all very spiritual people in the sense that um, I really love the line, uh, you're not a human being having a spiritual experience, you're a spiritual being having a human experience. So mm. I have an attitude that we are all spiritual by default. Um, some people are really interested in that. Some people really embrace that. Um, and some people aren't, you know, overly fussed about it um, and you know that's totally fine as well so uh, for people who aren't really fussed about it the the tangible process will still absolutely get them to where they need to go um, but the people who are more interested in spirituality and uh, sort of feel that connection that way then I really I really encourage people to um, develop their intuition uh, throughout that journey and kind of let themselves be guided to what they uh, inherently know. So um, one of the exercises that um, I really love is intuitive adventures, which is 
basically just a situation that you put yourself in that is really low risk and it gives your intuition a chance to speak up. So, you know, quite often uh, we might get a hit of intuition on in a situation that is really big or a situation that, you know, there's a lot to lose, like there's a lot on the line. Mm. And it might be, um, you know, whether to start or end a relationship or it might be whether to, um, you know, take or turn down this opportunity or to make this shift in career. And sometimes in those situations, we do get a little hit of intuition, but it's, it's almost too scary to follow it because... Mm. There's, there's so much at risk, there's so much to lose. So I encourage people to give their intuition a chance to speak up in a situation where there's no risk, that there's no reason for them not to follow it. So it can be as simple as um, going into a little secondhand bookstore. I love secondhand bookstores because there's you know a wider um, variety of titles, and just let yourself be drawn to um, you know a particular area and then yeah. a particular shelf and a particular book, um, and without questioning or second guessing or mm. um, trying to figure out what the reason is. Just trust that you're you're there for whatever reason and uh, you're being drawn to it. Uh, so grab that book. It might be that you sort of flick through it and then there's a certain paragraph that just answers something that you've been wondering or, uh, mm. you know, whatever it might be. There might be um, a phrase that somebody says that just makes it click into, into place for you. And so there are lots of different ways that you can do that. It might be uh, if you're in a social setting and you get sort of a nudge to go and chat to someone just out of the blue and, 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 you know, strike up a specific conversation with them for whatever reason. So again, that's such a low risk situation to be in. So, mm. yeah, I love doing that in bookshops. Actually, I, I really, yeah, love going into a bookshop and and knowing, okay, I'm going to buy some books, but not knowing what they are, and then just choosing the ones that you get drawn to. And they have always been great, and they've always given me something that I needed. Um, yeah it's fantastic it, it's so incredible uh that when it clicks into place and when you read that part that makes suddenly makes it um you realize it makes sense and you kind of think all oh, right this is why I picked up that book yeah, <laughs> this is, yeah and this I think is that's such a good suggestion to do those sort of in, intuitive adventures exercises which I love uh the sound of as well it just is such a good way to phrase it but it's such a good thing to do because it's like exercising that muscle in a way so that then our intuition uh, can get stronger in terms that we can hear it more perhaps above the, the noise of external voices or shoulds or whatever. And also perhaps that we trust it more so that then when we're in those sort of higher stakes situations, like you mentioned, and we do get that hit of intuition, maybe we will trust it. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. it does, you feel more confident. You, you trust in that feeling uh, when it comes. And, you know, even, even in the times, and the, I mean, I have done this so many times before, uh, where you get that hit of intuition and you kind of, you know it, but you kind mm -hmm. of think, I'm going to do this instead because, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, it's just easier or this is kind of what I am hoping 
the outcome is, but it's sort of like, okay, I, I know that I'm just going to put it to the side. Um, and then, you know, however long later, a few weeks later, a couple of months later, you kind of think, yeah, right. I knew that. I knew, I yeah. knew when that bit of intuition came up. And I mean, that's all part of learning as well. Mm. That's part of that confidence thing too. Mm. Absolutely. Um, okay, great. Well, I think I've, I've asked everything that I wanted to, to chat to you about. So I think it's time to move on to my final question, um, which is a two-part question. So it's in your ideal vision of the future, what changes would you like to see people having made towards living more purposeful and holistic lives? And then the second part of that is if people like the sound of, of what you say, what small steps, small changes could they start making right now to start moving in that direction? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I guess to answer the, the first part in terms of what changes I'd like to see in people making a uh, living a purposeful and holistic life would be to uh, get really clear um, on what your purpose is. That's obviously, that's my um, mm. mission here, but... Um, it, it just, it really does make all the difference. It is like your North Star. And especially in the time that we're in and in the place that the world is in right now, things are so rapidly changing on every level. Um, it's, it feels somewhat chaotic at the moment. Um, the world is rapidly and drastically changing. And being so clear on what your purpose is, is like a constant in your life it's the north star that no matter what happens no matter what goes on in the world no matter what happens in your life um that is the one thing that stays constant it's the one thing that you can just keep working toward however that looks so i guess that would be the change that people uh, really uncover that for themselves mm. um, and in terms of what small changes they could um, make right now to do that um i I, this is kind of a cheesy answer, like plugging my own ebook, but no, um, yeah. this, <laughs> this is why I made it uh, pay what you can or pay what you want. Um, just so that there's, you know, no barrier to it. Um, if, if this is kind of piqued your interest at all, then just, you know, go and, and please like definitely do that. Or if you um, have a, another avenue that you want to explore in terms of uncovering your purpose, it doesn't have to be through me specifically. It doesn't have to be through this um, process. It might be that you feel more drawn to going down a spiritual road or the more intuitive road or something like that. Whatever it is, that's absolutely totally fine. But uh, yeah, start, start exploring mm. that. Start figuring out uh, what you're here to do and how you're going to make it happen. Fantastic. Yeah, you, you had to say your ebook in that answer, I think, because it's the perfect, perfect thing that people can do right now. So I'm glad that you did do that. Um, so Misty, where can people find you online if they want to kind of uh, explore your work further and interact with you more? Yeah, absolutely. So my uh, website is mistysansom.com and I'm on Instagram at mistysansom. Uh, again, on my website, you'll see Pinterest and, and Facebook and all of those things. But yeah, just uh, jump on my website and have a look around. Um, grab the ebook if you want to get started and go from there. Perfect. And I'll put links to those in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for talking to me today, today, Misty. It has been really, really good. It's been a really great conversation. So thank you very much. Thank you for having me.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Create Shift. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I would love to hear what you thought. Um, find me on Instagram at being underscore change. Find me online at being-change.com where you can read blogs, find past episodes of the podcast, find the show notes for this episode. So any links that you wanted will be right there and find out more about what I do. I would really appreciate it if you did enjoy this episode, if you'd be willing to hop over to either the Apple Podcasts app, if you listen to this on an Apple device, or to iTunes, find Create Shift and leave a rating and a review. It's not just to feed my ego, I promise, although that is nice. Um, It's so that other people can find the show, because the more people who review it, the more that iTunes, Apple, the powers that be, will trust that it is a podcast worth listening to, and show it to other people who may be interested. So thank you in advance for doing that, and until next time.